1: Put your happiness first, because if you don't, they won't. What's up, y'all? GYBB, get your balls back. WWDD, what would Dante do? The sexual revolution is being podcasted, and I am excited. This is a special show. Um, I know I've said that 500 times before, but this time I mean it. Uh, uh, what's going on? How are you ready to rock and roll? Oh,
2: you know damn well I'm ready. I'm good. Why would you even ask me that?
1: Drizzle Dre, go. Drizzle Dre. Thanks for being boop, on. Boo 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 boo.
3: What is that? That's some what? West Side gun shit. Grisilda. That's West Side Gun
1: Griselda. Uh-huh. That's the the Buffalo hip hop. That's my Come new jam. Ah, uh, me and Draven been, been knocking songs Ooh. back and forth. Like it's real old school lyrical hip hop. Check that out. Conway the Machine and all of them. Anyway, I'm sorry, J- Javi. I'm not, We got went on. Uh, we got no, 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 a special guest. nigga, en- me, en- <laughs> nigga <laughs> Nick engine. That was the, the uh, original
2: title for your podcast, on here. <laughs> <laughs> your
1: your like, yeah, no, let's not do that. Let's not do that. Let's go with Slab's theory. Um, uh, we got Javi in the, in the building let me just give me to give it background so I was doing um i was giving uh uh i was doing Godfrey's podcast and she came in and sat on pod, on the podcast and we was talking about uh you know other relationship gurus and stuff and we we kind of got into it but it was like it was limited time. And I really was feeling her input and, and stuff, and I wanted to have her on us. Give it up for, for Javi, yo. Give it up for Javi, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She yeah. looking like she's looking like a revolutionary today, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> By any means necessary. Uh, what's I was going on, girl? Like
3: Pam Greer, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Well, that was revolutionary, Jay. Not, not, ah, a bad yeah, one. that's
3: true. She's a whole legend.
1: That was better than my Harvey Weinstein. God damn, I just woke <laughs> up. I apologize, Jay. I just woke up. <laughs> What's going on, mama? How you doing? I'm awesome.
0: Awesome. Good, awesome. Good,
1: good, good. Um, we want to get into this. Dre, you you watched a little bit of Kevin Samuels, right?
3: Uh I've seen like clips on
2: Twitter.
1: Yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. that's the extent of it. I get you. I get you. Um,
2: I'm very well versed in the Kevin Samuels universe. You,
1: you are very well
2: versed. <laughs> well, I mean, the well.
1: universe, DC, and Kevin <laughs> Samuels. Yeah, yeah. Harry's in. Harry's in Black Twitter. Deep, heavy.
2: Yeah, yeah heavy in Black Twitter. I got, I got sucked in, and uh, I'm there now. So I'm familiar with him. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's Dexter Jackson. So, yeah. you, you, you all in. I'm all in. Uh, some of them, it's that and Inside the NBA is dominating my YouTube feed now. I really love Inside yeah, the NBA. Inside the yeah. NBA is great. But um, Kevin Samuels, yeah, I there's some stuff I agree with him on, and then there's other stuff where I'm like, I don't think he's helping anybody is my big well, problem okay. with Kevin Let's Samuels. Th- but- when
3: well, me- people to shower, yeah. i seen a clip like that. That was good advice. People, he, why said, why he, he, he was shower? telling the what? He was telling dudes to shower. Yeah, that, uh, advice.
1: how long I we been doing that
3: open mics and open mics be funky. These niggas don't shower for days. The drugs yeah. don't come out your armpits, nigga. You got to take a bath. <laughs>
0: fuck? Dre, basic and, hey, Dre, how
1: long we been telling niggas to shower? Like, Why don't they listen, sir? I don't know, <laughs> sir. What's we happening? Need, we need a bigger platform.
3: Oh uh, fuck. Or soap?
1: Maybe that's what we're missing, Man, we missed. Maybe we need to, just, need to we just, just scrap the podcast and just soap. just hand out soap. Go right grassroots. Nigga just... in the back of the head with a is <laughs> shower, nigga. Gross ass. We I get some Ivory. Ivory's cheap. You can get forty bucks. Bi- What's that? The
3: Irish bi- Spring bar. That'll knock him out cold.
1: you wake a, up. Clean. That's a big bar. That's a big bar. Mm-hmm. Uh. Javi, mean, tell me what your what your experience is, and, and then we'll get into this heavy, hot and heavy.
0: My experience with Kevin Samuels.
1: Yeah, what's your experience? What I mean, you know?
0: Normal- yeah, well, I know I know him from the original um video where the woman was like, I want a high value man. She makes whatever she made. And um he was like, You're not gonna find that. You, you you know, you're seven at best. I think she he asked her to rate herself um and then she had some issues with like her baby daddy and he basically just started slicing from there like you're mm. not gonna find what you're looking for I think she she said she wanted a six-figure man six-figure well he see he, anything he from a hundred thousand dollars to you know 900 90, so that's a huge range right there right um, right and she and i think he asked her like so you know what is it about you that this man would want and she started out with like i'm a business owner i garden and he just started like whipping
1: yeah. it to pieces don't
0: care about that that's I not like
1: gonna, you know,
3: i need plants and i got yeah. a little garden in the backyard
1: <laughs> little little basil, fresh basil, Look, some I rosemary.
3: We got some
0: basil. <laughs> I think that, like, I understand his, his perspective from the point of, like, okay, men are not looking for the same things women are looking for. Right. The way that he communicated it to her wasn't helpful. And he didn't give her anything that was actionable. Like, I think that's a huge problem with him. You're telling people, oh, you're an eight at best. First of all, that's subjective because I might be a 10 to you. I might be a four to Harry. I might be a six to Dre. Like that's completely subjective. And outside of that, to tell somebody, hey, you're 300 pounds. You ain't going to find a high value man. Okay. So, so what can I do? Like, how can I improve my, Mm -hmm you know, lie yoga. on what I'm looking for. and Hot
1: yoga? Bikram? <laughs> Bikram yoga? Got right. you
0: something, you 300? Right, well, yeah, I mean, that's an exaggeration, but you know, not every high value, I'm just going to use that term just for this. you know, we're all on the same page. Every man who's worth something is not looking for a size two or a size four, but you can get to your best self and then take it from there. Also, like, where are you at in life? Like, you know, I think some of it is exposure. Like you're not gonna meet certain men at your local bodega, but I feel like those are you. You know what I'm saying? Like I think yeah, yeah. he just you just go straight to tearing somebody down, but not giving them something that they can actually implement in their life that would make a difference. So right. to me, I don't think he's helping. I just find him to be very toxic. Some of the things are useful. Yeah. But yeah. It's hard to take it in after you finish slicing and dicing. You know what I'm
1: saying? I mean, I think that's a that's a problem. I think Black community has that problem in general. Is that they they give more of a fuck about the the packaging than they do what the actual message is. And I, I think I think I think overall, you're in a um you know in a in a space where I and I totally understand that. It's this this constant this constant idea of of um well i, I want you got to tell it to me and I, and I find that about black women absolutely find that about black women f- super fragile about hearing the truth um i definitely think that they have a high, they have a, a, a inflated sense of self i i you know you see this all the time when black women go Black women are going, oh, I'm, I'm a strong black woman. No, you're just a bitch. Like, you're just rude. You're just this. And I'm not saying that's everybody, but I'm saying a lot this under the guise of this. I mean, I've had the same thing when I counsel guys and guys will get on here and, you know, and they'll be like, oh, my wife is a hot Latina. You know, those hot Latina. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck whether she is on fire in Puerto Rican. It don't matter. Being rude is being rude. Um, being, being uncivil and unkind is being unkind no matter what your nationality is. And sometimes somehow, oh you know, she's a she's a she's a Sicilian well, I it's always this this kind of uh guise of because of your nationality. Yo, go be
2: Sicilian somewhere else.
1: Yeah, That's the yeah, whole
2: thing. It's just yeah. what you tolerate. Oh, you you spicy Latina, go be spicy in the corner. I'm but, not, but obviously he up.
0: likes that. Right Like some men like that that they like to be told off, they like to be spoken to a certain way. so evidently that's something if he's if that's his wife, it must work for him.
2: There's something magical about unboxing.
1: Andre, you wanna, you wanna, you wanna. I disagree with a that. lot of stuff. I disagree with mad shit. Uh, uh, part,
2: Kevin Samuels or with with Javi. Um or
3: no, Uh if a dude, all right, dude has a a, a spicy Latina or whatever, yeah. or any woman that's yelling at him all day. Oh,
0: that's hard.
3: Even if they, cause I, you can attach it to like masochistic sex or something, it's still yes. sort of rooted in something of a. Dislike of yourself, it still has a negative place. Uh, even if you found a way to like uh,
1: it, where's my bell? I can't find my bell. Where's so like, my bell?
3: <clears throat> like fuck it, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, like I don't, I yeah. don't, dis- I don't agree with any of that. And then even with the the black women thing, the like there's it's a I don't think it's a black women thing. It's more like the ones that are uneducated and not educated in the idea of school. Just about like yourself, like right. anybody who has like an ill version of self worth, puts out a crazy image, to that's to try to compensate for the shit.
0: That's huge.
3: Anybody that's feel feel okay about themselves, they 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 good. They chilling. See, yeah. That-
0: That is to me, that is more what this whole thing is about. And like, obviously, if you're going to Kevin Samuels, there's something about you that's not 100 percent okay because you already know how the man gets down to to go to somebody and to have them be like, okay, like, for example, myself, I'm not in my 20s. I'm divorced. I have a child. Also, then, girl, what are you talking about? You're talking about a high value. You should just get whatever you could get. That's essentially what he would tell me. So if I already know that this is his platform, why would I personally put myself, because you're so used to that toxicity and you have a low self-worth.
3: It's kind of like rap, where you think about conscious rap. And Jay-Z said I had to dumb it down so I could get like, they want that version for the masses because yeah. people enjoy. They want to hear the shit go buck yeah. wild. They that's the, that's the Jerry Springer shit to the yeah. shit going on. Yeah, that's
1: the Jerry Springer thing. The Jerry Springer syndrome is where people want somebody to wrestle in a bowl of jello. Yeah, like everybody somebody... could
3: do some nice conscious rap, but they like nah. Give, tell uh, me
1: you shot somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Where are the yeah. drugs at, nigga. Well, you know, it's it's also first of all, so um Harry, you want to chime in this because I I, yeah, so, I I got a lot on this. So Yeah.
2: So the thing about Kevin Samuels is like number one, what you're talking about, Javi is correct. Like at this point, you're just you know what you're getting when you go on, especially women who choose to get themselves rated. I mean, there is yeah. literally hundreds of videos of this guy going, All right, you are not hot, you're not attractive enough. So I don't know anyone at this point who goes on there and rates themselves. Know they're in for a problem, especially a girl who comes in at two bills. I or didn't whatever. know he did that. He does He's, like a rating thing.
0: I, oh dog. He, really he does. Pay. On, on, I somebody said on another podcast that there are people who actually pay to get a consultation.
1: You can, yeah. Get a well, consultation I mean,
2: relationship-wise, but on on his shows, people will come on the Instagram live. He'll be like,
0: whatever. she'll be she'll
1: be giving him fever. He go, okay, fine. You want? She goes, well, what is left for me? And he'll go. Rate yourself on a scale of one to ten. Don't you can't, you can't say use seven. seven. You which can't I do use like. Seven.
2: Which I do like. I do because like. It's
1: good. Seven is seven an easy is, bet.
2: Everyone would rate themselves as a seven. It's an easy thing, right? But but according to so him, Beyonce so
0: is a seven though. So like I yeah, mean, yeah, that's a
2: little nuts.
1: But my he like,
2: said so
3: Beyonce is a seven.
1: A no, he like said he seven. said Beyonce is an eight. Kelly Rowlands a nine. That's what he says.
3: Holly Bear, now, he says, hey, is hey, the hey, I mean, Kelly rolling is fire, though. Yes. Right, Kelly right, yeah. rolling his... Well,
1: I mean, I don't want to... You know, the debate is not about the number. But, I mean, you what he's doing is setting it up. So, And then he says, you can't do a 7. So a 6 makes you go, damn, I'm just above... Even if you think you fly, you're just above average. That's why I do... My rating system is 1 to 30. Hmm. I do one to 30. So
3: my rating system is would I hit? And
2: that's the end. <laughs>
1: that's, a bad, that's
2: a bad
3: rating you gotta, system. I, I'll, you I'll got a, you thumbs why,
1: I'll I'll just, like, a thumbs up. I I got a thumbs up. What I hit? <laughs> ah, she look at
2: That's a bad rating system because uh, every guy has that rating system. And a lot of women fall under the you would I hit, I would I
1: hit. Thumbs category. Thumbs up, thumbs up, because thumbs really,
2: up. Earth is so populated, women, ain't it? some of the women who've come through there cuz I tried to explain this to my girl she's like why would you I'm like sometimes you just want to eat it's not yeah, a you don't know
1: the restaurant you, is we go to I don't McDonald's I think
3: it's like that I feel like it's kind of like when you say uh people pick 7 yeah I think it's cuz bro most like a good amount of women
0: fucking look good <laughs>
3: like, I don't know how Well it's say. average
0: like it's a, average like a high it's high
1: number 7 is average Yeah,
0: average but it's also like in this society you you think you're a 10, you say you're a 10. People are like, well, "Who the hell do you think you are? You're not going to give yourself too low a grade. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, seven, but
1: there's eight, six that eight, come eight, on you know? there straight up. I'm a 10 and I'm like, "You a 4, ma." Right. Like a 3, you a 3 and a quarter. Stop. Right? right. And then she got four kids. She got th- three baby daddies. You got to subtract for that. Yeah. So, then,
2: three the baby thing Kev- The rough. thing with Kevin Samuels, his whole audience or this fan base, which is a very bizarre fan base, seems to be gold diggers to some extent. Women who go, Why do, do wanna- you think that?
0: Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, that's interesting. Why do you think that? Gold because when he
2: goes, How much do you think? They go, <sighs> Not only do I want six figures, I want to be able to high six figures, right? He'll ask, and it's high six figures. No,
1: he'll say six figure male.
2: Right. That's he'll he say says. six figure, but, but then he range. goes in. he'll go into the specifics of it. All right. This is what it's going to cost, which I do like that. He has the stats. So I'll, I'll give what I like about it. He does have the stats. He goes, listen, if you how many kids do you want? Do you want to work? Do you want to stay home? No, I want to I want to raise the kids myself. OK, so if you want to raise the kids and not work and you want three kids and you want to put them all through school, that's going to require a guy who is making at least five hundred thousand dollars a year. Right, he'll always throw that out. That's a marine biologist, the and them that niggas I is not have... tall.
0: Sorry, not even Bro.
1: marine biologists. Marine biologists don't make that much they don't make that because much. they're 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 not doing nothing, you know. So that's not... an NBA player then. You gotta well, Okay, now here's
3: the killer. He he says five hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money. No, right? he yes, yes yeah, yeah, but he, he says
1: it, right? He like says no. That. He says no NBA players, no entertainers. He starts off with that. So what he's talking about is corporate black men, right? Corporate oh. black man making six figures or better. So what I, I think what people don't understand want is to look
3: that up. What jobs make them with money?
0: But salesmen, you where you live, right? Because you uh, could l- be living in lawyers. You oh, I be- see
3: what you're saying, Javi.
0: It's different. It's like you're not going to need half a mil to support three children in Atlanta. Maybe you would need, depending on the lifestyle you want in New York City, it's going to be different. So the, I think that's huge to this because depending so, on where you want to live. I think
1: live. I think we're getting too far in the weeds. I think we're getting too far in the weeds. What I think you have to understand is what he's doing is he's framing an argument before the girls come on or whoever comes on his show, he's already framed the argument. So first of all, he's eliminated uh, singers, band people, dancers, uh, comics, actors, everybody. Ball players and athletes, so he's already removed that away from it. He's so he what he's specifically talking about is corporate black men making over a hundred thousand dollars a year. He's
2: trying to keep it realistic because the odds that you're going to be with an entertainer, an actor, or a basketball player are very there's very few people who do that.
1: The odds that you're going to be with a what he oh. says himself the odds that you're going to meet a black man over making over $100,000 is is 2%. That's still 2%. That's why
0: women should open it up. My but, personal opinion.
1: Exactly.
0: My yeah. personal opinion because when you talk about marriageable because the goal is marriage, right? Yeah. When you talk about marriageable black men That's one of the biggest pieces of advice he could give to these women. What's more important to you, a lifestyle or making sure that you stay with a black man? If it's a lifestyle, start opening it up and and stop restricting yourself to just black men, because like Harry is saying. But he asked
1: that, too. Yeah. He, does, he does ask that too. Are you willing to swirl? He yeah. says, are you a, do you want a black man? They say. so, but what, but go ahead. What are you going to say? So, Ari, so
2: regardless of whether it's a black man or not, just going by the figures, the thing that I don't like is that he never breaks down go what they could do like, Hey, Oh, so right. when, when he tells a woman, you know, you're not going to marry a six figure man because the odds are you got three kids. Already, you know, you're nobody wants a that certain amount of weight. There's very few people that are going to want that. You have no house skills or you don't have a background, whatever. But he never goes. She goes, well, what do I do then? You know, he never goes, hey, you can find love. You just have to be open to other things. It's always about finances on both sides, though because both people involved. I never hear a discussion about actually finding love. It's always about marrying and finding somebody who makes six figures to take That's care exactly of That's exactly what there. I'm saying
1: to you, yeah. is that he's Married. what he's doing is he's shaping the argument before you even come. You're already eliminating a major portion of six figure black men by taking athletes, entertainers and so on. He's not even I don't even know if he's really saying entrepreneurs. What he's saying is corporate men who this this is what they want. So first. So so you've already eliminated a large portion of it when when the reality is the in terms of systemic racism, that is a difficult nut to crack simply because of the fact that there's still that look, they're still cutting little black girls' hair off. And I've just watched this thing with the softball where they cut this little black girl's uh, braids off because she was playing softball and giving them the business, told her she had to cut her hair while she couldn't play the softball game. So there's a systemic, not just a systemic, but a cultural racism that's in place that doesn't allow that, that makes that a difficult nut to crack. The point of it is that he's setting the, the real point of it is that he's setting up an argument saying this is the, the not entertainers, not ball players, not corporate males. Over a hundred thousand dollars is considered a high value mail. So what he's doing is he's pointing the the prize the trophy is that he's setting so he's already it's almost like me saying yo um yo how often do you beat your wife you're framing the 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 question in a way that doesn't allow the openness because then you gotta you gotta you gotta retort that Hey, I don't ble- beat my wife. Yeah, but when you did beat your wife, how I don't beat my wife. So you got to start there. So people are coming on there. First of all, people wanna wanna be famous. They wanna be on on on, on you know famous. So they want to get that clip so they can come on and talk because there's tens of thousands of people on there. Secondly, you're you, what you're talking about is black trauma. You're mm-hmm. talking about extreme black trauma based on racism, systemic racism, systemic racism that happened to your parents, the parents before um, um, immigrants, People who have emigrated here, people who are descendants of slave—a combination of that—microaggressions uh, on a day-to-day basis. And so we are, you know, as a whole. I think Black people have to understand that we are traumatized in a way that we don't understand. And because of the normalcy of trauma, what we do is we're we're you're going to this guy for an ass whipping. You're, we, with the pretense of oh i'm gonna show him but it ain't really no, i'm
3: is it like when people go to like like DL Hughley shows or Don Rickles when they used to roast people in the crowd and they went for the experience? Yes, yeah, like roasting? especially
1: Hughley, Hughley hit because Hughley just was so quick. They would go to get roasted. They would go to get roasted. That's that's funny. <laughs> or but sometimes they would go to get roasted with the saying, "Oh, he ain't gonna get me. I'm gonna get him." You know. Right. But dog, and he's Hughley whipped that ass. <laughs> he whipped that ass. Yeah, and whipped that ass. So the you know we talked about this. We've been talking about this for eight years. Is when we talked about the whole, uh, we have a, a premise of uh, Javi about what we call the brackish, brackish women. So, the whole premise came from these these fish called African cichlids. They grow in a in a in and in, and in Africa in Tanzania in a in a in a pond that is surrounded by tribes. They shit in it, they eat in it. That's their source of water. Those fish grow in that water. So there's some of the most, the prettiest, colorful, freshwater fish. They're not actually freshwater, but it's a mix of salt and freshwater. But there's a bacteria. So when you put those fish in a fish tank, you have to cultivate a bacteria in the water before you put the fish. If you try to put those fish in clean water, clean, non-toxic, low peat, the fish die. And so what overall, what we have to think, look about in terms of Black people is the Black trauma that we go through. (laughs) <laughs> that we're not even acknowledging that we're pushing down so much Absolutely. that that you're you're because the normalcy of that toxic stuff and we all have it we have it. I mean. Um,
0: but with Black women, I think it's even another step, which I, I feel is also part of this, because in society, when you talk about the systemic racism, you talk about the legacy of Black women who had the, the male ripped from the home very early on. So many women grew up in these single parent households, um, women who are constantly. Th- this is where the whole sh- I'm a strong Black woman comes from. Absolutely. To hold on to that and now i think there's a collective also too white women were always held up as a lily of the valley they're there to be protected they're right. They're you limited, et cetera, you et
1: you you milk be the milkmaid for my children so i can maintain my body
0: right and 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 so now you and then now black women as a collective are like well i don't have to be the mule i don't have to work my finger to the bone i would love to be with a man who is a provider and that can You know, I want some of these same benefits that white women are getting. And for that, there's been this huge backlash. And I think he also is using that trauma and pain as well against black women. Then also turning to them and saying, oh, look, you have a bad attitude, so you don't deserve this. Oh, look, you 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 make six figures. Oh, you outwork the man. It's like you want to you want the woman to be independent. But at the same time, you want to punish them because
1: because because of the independence, because because of the success.
0: Listen, you need, if, if a man is not there, you obviously are, you know, pop, trying to make a life for yourself. You can't just sit around and fan yourself until this great, you know, savior comes in right. and so you need a little bit of masculine energy in order to compete in that. Well, you
1: can't, you can't look, I, I've said this, I've dealt with plenty of black women in corporate America and stuff. And if you are a black, successful black woman in corporate, you are a beast. First of all, you're, you're super efficient because you got to be five times better than any white dude. You, you're, and not only that, but, but I, what, what is interesting, and I don't think that people talk about this enough is that white Corporate America uses the f- ferocity of black women to protect their money. Yeah. There's not, there's a reason, you know, people always talk about black women in, 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 in customer service and this and how awful they are in customer service. That's by design. See, if you're not giving things back. If you're not giving, but if you got to deal with somebody who's difficult, listen, you ain't going to be telling me that is a way to protect your money so that people act like that's by that's by accident. It's not by accident. That's by design to protect white male finances. You put you put the the pit bulls at the front row and then nobody don't get nothing back, you know. But and then, then and then she's and then she's rewarded. Yeah. For, for this behavior because, it, oh, this is who I want, you know, pr- protecting my money, you know? Well,
0: the problem is, is that, and which is what I feel Black women often get righted for, is not being able to turn that off when it comes to their personal life. And I agree. I men, agree. Men, right? So, you know why they are this way? I think the work and the training and the advice should go in that, like, hey, that's great. When you're at work, fine. But when you're with a man, you got to kind of fall back a little bit, receive, not be that person who's ready to jump on him and tell him, you know, motherfucker, you ain't shit or whatever. I mean, that's, that's really more, I feel to blame for, you know, why you have women who can't find these men because they don't know how to find that balance between, Hey, I'm at work. I'm hard. I got to get this done versus I'm with my man. I'm gonna let him lead. I'm gonna kind of
1: yeah, but here's, here's the other thing about that it is you get to lead when you deserve to lead. So this this thing of telling black women that they need to be softer, look, they need to be polite and civil in a way that they want to be treated, but. Absolutely but the but the thing is you you have to build black men up so that they're stronger it, it, it's their base is stronger because if their base is stronger it's like like I've always said you know I've said this about Andre a lot it's this he's he's very clear about what what he what he the what he will tolerate what he will tolerate and what he won't tolerate and it's not like he's not fighting you but I mean but From a dude who's gone through a lot of personal and family trauma, the clarity in which he understands what his what his happiness looks like and what he's going to tolerate was it just doesn't leave room for you to be reckless, cussing me out and throwing shit at me and stuff like that. But if right. you but if you have a situation where because you're you and, and this is another thing I find more and more is always a, there's always a um, an abuse off. Black men and black women always have an abuse off. Well, you know, black women have a, traditionally had that, that, that. The, the, yeah, we all fucked up because for black men to see women disenfranchised and abused and stuff, it's traumatic for us as black men to to, to not be able to step up and, and to protect black women as much as it is, you know. So and then and then what's interesting, black women like something you said that was interesting, it's like, you know, to watch these black men being taken away and this and that. We're trauma. So you can't say My trauma is better than yours because we got, no, I'm not saying you are, I'm saying, but this is a, so you can't say that my trauma is bigger because I watch black men be abused. And then also my trauma is because I get abused. So the black guy who's getting abused, I'm quite sure he, his, the trauma that he's, dealing with prison and all these other things that death by a thousand cuts is something that he's dealing with the problem is everybody's having a fucking abuse off who is more abused who is more likely when the reality is as a unit we are talking about 400 years of trauma and and it and it and it, and it ultimately raises his head to people going on some dude's Somebody who else who also is who is traumatized, and what there's a simple thing is hurt people hurt people. So, you, you can't go statistically, this is what it is. I'm giving you the statistics, I'm giving you the truth. Yeah, I agree, I, and don't get me wrong, I think what his statistics are, are are dead on, but you're not checking the variable. There's more variables in that. If you go, he's a six, he because he said six figure male. Black um, in corporate America, okay? So you've already limited that. Then you go, well, what about if he's abusive? What about if he's physically abusive? What if he's unattractive? What if he's lousy in bed? What if he doesn't have any, int- no, no ability to express intimacy or emotion? So now you're saying you Black women make this deal because you want to, now, don't get me wrong, I'm going to tell you something that's, that's really interesting. I have older sisters. I have an older sister who right now has nobody and has always been a cunt, always been nasty, and she is going to die alone. That is going to happen. Prior to her living with me, she she had a boyfriend. They were supposed to get married. Once he retired, they were going to get married. And, and this dude was... I had to check him a couple of times because he, you know, they was calling each other, you fucking bitch, you cunt. And he she was like, you ain't shit, you know, you you know, like they, they were doing, you know, kind of. And we're not talking about kids. We're talking about in their 70s, just this same the same trauma. That's
3: funniest fucking thing to ever see to me.
1: Um, to
0: see two 70 year old people, you motherfucker. <laughs>
1: Yo, That's, bitch. Dre, I mean, yeah, I don't, turkey. Dre, I never told you the story. Like, here's we, I don't That's even nothing. think I ever told the story. It's a crazy story. They were
3: cursing 70 year old, like, old nigga terms. Like, nigga.
0: <laughs>
1: Dre, you've been to my house in front of the house, in front of the fucking house. Seventy years old. All right, so let me give you uh, let me give you the no. They were they were dating, right? And they were supposed to get married at at uh you know after he retired, and they were gonna move to North Carolina or get a house or something. So here's here's a, uh, this Andre. I can't believe I never told you this story. So I got a I got a call from my sister. Uh, like she was she was she's crying, and it's like Christmas Eve, and she goes she says to me, you um. She, I go. What's wrong? She says, he called me out of my name. I go. Well, what did he? What did he call you? He called me a bitch, and a cunt, and a and a slut, and a, told me to shut the fuck up. And I go, what? So, I go. So I say to her, I go. If somebody speaks to you like that, you, you, you that already tells you where you know the level of how this is going to operate. So I said to her. I said to her, you know, I was telling her how to handle it was to 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 create distance between him and her. And then he was like chasing. Her, I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you because that's even common. But when he comes back, I said, you have to create the boundaries. You have to create those boundaries. What's acceptable. And the minute he he crosses those boundaries, you have to, um, you know, you have to you got to bounce. Right. It's, it's not about a- a- arguing, it's about creating the balance. So, I don't know if i told tell you this day. So, like, I said, you know, I was telling her, uh, uh, so she was like, I'm not talking to him. She was crying and giving me all this. I said, you, okay, whatever. I said, we good. You know, I just want to. So, the dude wasn't coming around. He used to come around all the time. He stopped coming around. So, on New Year's Day, my mom, Dre, I- I- Gary, I told you this, right? My mom, so for New Year's before my mom died, I, took my mom out for New Year's. I, t- I had a bunch of shows and I took her with me. And as we're, li- no, as we're coming back home, my mom was lit cause she had a lot of red wine. And so <laughs> and she, so I come up and the dude is waiting for her to come. And so he sees me and he says, oh man, you know, I just wanted to talk to you. I think you misunderstood. You know, because she had told him that she told him. So he was nervous because he didn't want to get the smack down for me. So he came and I said, dog, I, you know, I'm not really I don't really have nothing to do with this. But he just kept insisting he wanted to talk to me. And he goes, you don't understand. I said, all right. Well, since you want to talk about this, let's talk about it. I said, did you did you call my sister out of her name? Did you call my? He goes. You you don't understand such and such and such and such and, and so he's a dude that who overtalks you, and I go look. You not going. Or I go understand this kid. You not going on. Are you not going to overtalk me? So, but you wanted to talk about this. So let's talk about. Did you call my sister? Yeah, well, you. There's more to it, and you got to understand. I go. I don't have to understand. I just need you to answer the question. So, she comes out right because they're getting ready to go. Out for New Year's, right? This is after all of this bullshit. After she's got me involved, but she had told him, she had told the dude that I, he better not come around because I was mad. Now I don't even get along with my sister, so he wasn't even gonna get no smoke because I, I don't fuck with her anyway. But this dude came around and he wanted to explain to me. And while I'm on this, while I'm on, like this is Andre and Dre, y'all know the house. We're standing on the steps. It's New Year's Eve. She goes. He goes, you don't understand, she called me a faggot, right? And I'm like, what? So now, here's the the, the caveat to that. Did he shake before you said that? Yes, he did shake. (laughs) She called me a (laughs) faggot. All and me, it, is me and it's, son, she me. <laughs> and, it's, and it's his teeth slipped a little bit When he, when he said the F and faggot and teeth came oh, oh, and oh, people, in my life
2: a couple people next door dropped their teacups oh man you know? uh, it was
1: somebody said I do declare right but oh, so man. but the, here's the caveat to that before I said she was telling me the story how he called him out of her name I said well what did you say? Because the, the story didn't matter. She was like, I I said, did you curse at him? Did you call him names? No, I did not. I would never do that. I would never talk. Like, I don't even use well, those I said words. She was
3: oatmeal raisin is not that good.
1: <laughs> she was like, she was like I, I, would nev- I would never. Oh, I would no. never. I would never. I declare, I would never say anything. Why like I said, I said, I said, I said. She, I was like, So you telling me you just he just called you a bitch and a cunt out of the blue. I go, this don't even add up. So she's go, Well, I didn't, I wouldn't even use those words. I go, you didn't say nothing to him. And then but you he goes, didn't say
2: the F one. You
1: go, you, you did that's
2: what the trick was. You didn't say, <laughs> you, didn't say you didn't
1: say she is the F bomb, right? So I so I said, You gotta be kidding me. And I said to my sister, she's standing on the steps. I go, You call him a you that's what you called him? I go and then you, 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 you. All of a sudden, you're so broken because he called you names. I go, you both deserve each other. Both of you broken, old broken motherfuckers deserve each other in a way. You should, you should love each other because you're the same awful human beings. I said, I can't believe. I said, I specifically asked you, uh, like eight times. You didn't say nothing. You because it just didn't seem right. Mm. So she right. said him. I called him. And she called him a faggot. Told him he couldn't keep his dick hard. Like she went in and then I like,
3: you should have said, "Bitch, I'm 70.
1: Seventy. <laughs> you what? should 70. be proud of me for being able to pee. Leave me alone. You should be proud that I can remember your name. You're like, what the fuck.